Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is uh, Dr. X. <laughs> See, it's not a surprise this time. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so we just tried to uh we attempted to record this week's podcast and we had some technical difficulties. So um, we got about 10 minutes into it before that happened. So we've already done this intro once. Um. <laughs> Which is crazy because we started 10 minutes early and I'm like, oh, awesome. We'll start early tonight and we'll finish early and can watch an episode of Harley Quinn with my son before bed. And uh, nope. fucking nope, that's so, what it was right there. Yeah, you're not allowed yeah. to, to have someone's going to have to explain that to him. Someone's going to have to sit him down and tell him your daddy can't watch Harley Quinn with you tonight. Oh, what? Why are you guilt tripping me? It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I need to call my internet provider and blame them. <laughs> no, whatever, whatever CIA operative that monitors us that hit the kill switch. I think, I think it was my explanation about the bubonic plague breeding uh, people that are AIDS resistant. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been. Oh my god, you're right. We were talking about that. Right. Well, if it fails again, we'll know definitely that it's because the CIA hit the kill switch on the show. So one hundred percent. What what we were introducing uh, with you guys this week is that Pat and I were both exposed to COVID at the same exact time, pretty much, and right. um, we've both been in, in quarantine basically. And uh, Pat's family has has all tested negative, um, while I am still awaiting my results. So, which we'll, you should get those tomorrow. Right? I, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, should I? I just got yeah. the test done yesterday, which is Monday. Um, so I should I should get them tomorrow. Now, from what I'm hearing, if I uh, <clears throat> if I test negative, then ten days is all I had to quarantine. Yeah, they changed it. Right. So so if if I get my test results tomorrow and they're negative, then I'm good to go. Now, if I test positive, from what I hear, is that my quarantine starts over. <laughs> right. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah we were really dumbfounded i think we were we were planning on um i thought they they even thought their tests were going to come back positive yeah and then i was going to go get tested and i was going to get positive and we were yeah. having extended vacation and yeah. we were gonna, you know and yeah nope. we, were, we were kind of talking about that before but but yeah somehow you know so far you know i've been okay i haven't really had any any symptoms so you know we'll see but you never know and you know i i, I think for me it's been i've worried so much of whether or not i've had it and uh and i've got i've got other health issues i've had other things going on but they're not directly i mean it could be covid and it could not be so i think that having at least that peace of mind to know that it's not helps right. so you know because people say all the time don't get tested if you're not sick or whatever well i mean asymptomatic is is very much a thing 40 percent of people that have this virus are asymptomatic Right. And there's also like people in your high risk people like you, you want to be able to get out ahead of it. Right. So you don't want to wait until you have 105 degree fever and you can barely breathe to like, I should go get tested. You right. want to know now why you can still get your ass to the hospital and put your affairs in order. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> right. and you, you want, you want to get hooked up to an IV, not a ventilator. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So, so, so I did it. I got the test and I did not get my daughter tested. Um, she seems fine uh you know but she's she's young so i don't know you know i don't know as long as she seems fine i think it's right. not a big deal she um is getting to that age anyway where she just hates me and wants to hang out in a room all the time so <laughs> 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 whatever um but we were talking about uh you know before our previous broadcast got interrupted by the government um we were actually discussing how pat and i um partied together on new year's <laughs> right <laughs> even though we were both in quarantine um, yeah yeah, we did this. Uh, we did this virtual party thing, and you know, kind of the idea of it, um, which you know, I, I me and Anne kind of just 
did it on a whim and tested it out and saw you know what we could see and um because Anne was going to be over here anyway for new year's and then she wasn't so you know that kind of put a damper on our sexy plans but um anyway so <laughs> i kind of wanted to test out and see how we could go about doing something live for the podcast and i wanted to see what the you know if this would be a viable option um so we used facebook rooms which is kind of like zoom you know it gives mm -hmm. everybody a, a, a sp their own spot everybody can interact um as opposed to like you know i'd ask some of my streaming friends you know what they use to stream and, and some of the things that they use it's just not the same thing it's just not and i'm like mm, you know i don't think that i, I don't think what they're doing is going to work because while you can have like chats open and things like that you can't have people just freely popping in and out of the street and and well I'm that's if that's what you if that's if that's what, what you're going for i mean i think that if we were to do the show we wouldn't want like random i mean it might be kind of funny but <laughs> i think it, I think random it would people. be a great time yeah i think it'd be hilarious random <laughs> people on facebook just popping in like <laughs> i mean we can like kick my, them out if we need extended to. family and shit yeah, I you know so like I I did that throughout the course of the night, and I ended up doing an extended one uh, with my buddy Mike on Instagram. Yeah, and that w interface was pretty easy as well. Um, it's probably the same. I mean, they're owned by the same company. Facebook owns Instagram, so it's probably pretty much the same. Right, but I mean, I think earlier in the night I was watching uh, something with Chris Pratt where he was doing like a fundraiser on Instagram, and he was having different people pop in and stuff. And that that's kind of what got us the idea of like, oh, let's try to do this on Instagram. And um, it worked good. I mean, it depends. I guess you get, what you got to do is you got to look at like I'm, all my social media accounts are vastly different. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think you'd have to look at like where your fan base is. So I wouldn't mind doing it on Facebook. And like, obviously, we did it and, um, you know, it was fun and everything. But I feel like if we were to do it on Instagram or something, it might have more maybe more people that would pop in and watch or that, that i would want to pop in and watch i, have a, cool I, that, I don't I have a good following on instagram like i don't have really yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i can't i'm not an instagrammer i don't know why that's, cr that's crazy because you're so you're visual in your stuff my boobs hanging out that's fine <laughs> um anyway um you know i don't know why i just well i think it's because you know whatever you, you can find on my instagram you can find on twitter and whatever you can find you know well not everything's on facebook um but <laughs> my facebook's doesn't have as much but you know i think i don't know for some reason i, I just don't have a I don't have a big following over there i don't know why mm, um, but yeah. i don't really get on there a lot either maybe if i engaged more and i don't um i probably would but either way i did not think the facebook rooms was a good way to go because the biggest issue with that is that you can't record yeah i would like to record it and put it somewhere for after you know not, not everybody can make it at the certain at one certain time but they would like to join in well, you can also use Periscope and then stream it to Twitter. Okay. But once again, it doesn't let other people come in. Like, I think if you, if your big thing is that you want other people to pop in and out, I don't know if you would have to do host a Zoom call and then send out an invite link. Yeah. Like, this is something. If this is something that you really want to do, like we can explore that or figure that out. But like, um, you know, it was oh, it was it, 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 going back to New Year's Eve though. I think it was like what was crazy was that. 
you were the f- only person that I knew that was doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was such a great idea that as soon as we got off, I, uh, throughout the course of the night, ended up harassing all my other friends. Because you know how you can do like the video call on Facebook and stuff yeah. like that? Um, and they were all kind of doing the same thing. Everyone was at home, like either on their computer or on yeah. their phone. And just kind of drinking and doing, and it was like, why did we? I, I wish we had, for the amount of time that we spent in 2020 on Zoom, either because we were remote learning or because we were remote teaching or because we had business meetings or something. You know, it, you would think that when it came time to New Year's Eve, it would it would be almost a knee jerk reaction to, oh, we should do this or there should oh we should plan this like oh so and so's hosting like a, a zoom chat or something and it's really it, easy for for socially to do and I, you know i i never video chat with anybody well now you now you know how to <laughs> i mean i do my sister so my sister's deaf so in order for me to talk to her you know i can't call her on the phone i gotta i gotta chat her up on the video phone but you know i don't know i just never i never do it but it was fun um but it could be i mean you know it's the more people you have obviously the more crowded it gets right um you know which which is just you know with any situation whereas like in a real life social situation you just walk off to the side and you know go talk to somebody you can't do that on the video call you know and um which is fine but but no i i I get i get what you're getting at like it's so easy and then like on the facebook thing you can like there's like movies you can watch together and shit did you notice that yeah no no that's really cool yeah there's movies that you can watch and it's not just like public domain like shit movies like one of the first movies that popped up was like the new Blair Witch movie and it's like what (laughs) and there's all there's a lot of different kinds and so you can like watch stuff together it is really interesting um but you know going back to the the streaming thing um you know I, I I don't think I guess I don't want people to random people to be able to just pop in and out but if we could invite other people on while we're having this happen i I guess that's what i would like to do and and i i would like suggestions from from the audience on how to do that so if you've got you know suggestions on on what to what to try next uh we could definitely try it because i I think we we've talked about taking the show live for a minute and you know we're 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 getting there (laughs) we're we're working up to it well i I doing doing like a video chat um we could definitely do that where we just sent the link out to people right. and then people can pop in like when we did when i was on my old podcast and we had you on as a guest yeah and we were waiting for that one dude to show up yeah uh, just like when he finally got around to clicking the link boom he popped on so it's like you could send the link to 15 people and just say hey if you're going to come on just shoot me a text first and i'll let you know if it's clear because we only want you know three four people on this thing at a time so so i think that part of it is like is very easy to do how you would then stream everything live i don't know but i mean you know that's what google's there for we'll figure it out but anyway yeah so that was our new year's um but it was you know it wasn't the new year's that i was expecting uh but it was new year's so (laughs) it was you know and then i uh the next day the first was uh just a fucking shit show um so we had to go and put down my 16 year old cat um which was oh yeah hard um it was you know it wasn't an easy thing to do but uh, i guess it was the right thing to do um so anyway so we take her in and she's having issues she had a a tumor removed back in like september and she had a mammary tumor and you know because she's 16 we decided to not pay for the testing to see if it was cancer or not because we weren't going to treat it anyway and it's like 300 bucks to test that tumor for cancer 
And so, and we were already spending like 1500 bucks on the surgery. And, uh, but they did her blood work and everything before to make sure she could handle anesthesia. And it was good. It was great actually. And, um, you know, so, but they, they did it and they said it didn't look great. Um, it was pretty deep in there, but they took it out and she was happy. You know, she, she had a great couple months. And, uh, anyway, so, you know, we took her, come to find out it, it was cancer. It's spread all over her body and, and that's that. But when things like this are happening, so we had this happen as well back in the beginning of all this back in April or March. And, um, so, so I, okay. So it's a little confusing because I say my cat, um, now these, these other animals that I consider mine, um, <clears throat> live at my mom's house. <laughs> I don't live at my mom's house. I've got my own home and I've got two cats of my own at home, um, that I've, I've had for 10 years. Um, but I go, my mom works 12 hour shifts. And so I take care of her animals quite a bit. So that's like my second home. So I go over there and I'm there pretty much part-time and then at my house part-time. So these are still considered my, my pets. <laughs> so the one cat we had back in March, um, she had a random freak medical emergency and we took her to the emergency vet and she died. And, um, that, you know, she died on her own. It was, it was crazy. They think she was bleeding internally, but they really couldn't find out where, what was going on. Um, but, you know, when we went, we sat out in the parking lot of the emergency vet for about four hours and just kind of waited and didn't really know what to do. You're not allowed to go into these places. And, you know, your pets, they're like, they're like your family members. And can you imagine if that was like your mom or your brother or your best friend and you can't, you know, it's the same shit in the hospitals. You can't really go in there with them unless like it's right at the end of life and you can go say goodbye. So in both cases with the cat on Friday and, and the cat in March, um, we couldn't go in until it was time. And so that was really difficult. Um, but what was interesting about it all was that, so the cat that we put down recently, that was like my first bonded pet. That was like the, we, we got her when I was a teenager. So, I mean, you know, I've basically had her this whole time. And, uh, so that was, that was my baby. A week before we put her down, um, I had a dream about putting her down and, and I've talked, I've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I've got some, you know, I'm, I'm clairvoyant and I've got, I've got some mediumship. Um, this is more clairvoyancy. So I dreamt about this and I dreamed that we were putting her down, but she was loud about it. And so when we were at the vet, um, I was there with my mom and she's like, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, when they're actually, I want to go in, I want to say goodbye. Um, but I don't want to stay. And she's like, why? I'm like, cause I, I already know that she's going to be loud about it. That's going to, you know, I, I have to go on then and live with that for the rest of my life. Well, so she's like, you know, okay, I understand. We get in there and she had already had like her IV put in. And that was my big fear was that, and that was what the dream was about. They put the IV in and she, then she started, you know, meowing like crazy. That was my dream, but the IV was already in. So I was like, okay, well I'll stay. Um, well no, she still ended up, uh, making a bunch of noises not because of the drugs or anything like that it's because of what we took her in for she was in pain it wasn't great and um but i handled a lot better than i thought um so but it was really interesting that you know again i had, had dreamt about this <laughs> a week prior when she wasn't having any issues um so that was you know great that was a wonderful way to start the new year um you know gosh if you thought 2020 was bad i, I feel like 2021 is going to be <laughs> something special and for multiple reasons. Um, so that happened. It was rough. I'm okay. You know, I don't have a choice but to be. And uh, hopefully we get her back tomorrow. So. 
<laughs> That's great. Right, oh. and tonight's show is kind of in honor of her. It is, yes. Tonight is going to be, right. uh, you know, strictly dedicated to to my cat, um, which, you know, makes me sound like a crazy cat lady. But you know what? I love my pets. I do. And I'm not like, everybody's always like, oh, you're a cat person because you have two cats. The only reason why I have two cats and no dogs at my house is because my cats won't let me have dogs. And they're big ass cats. So... <laughs> And then they're mean towards dogs, but I like all the animals and, you know, they're all, they're, they're like my kids, you know, and that's, and that's rough. Cause you know, they don't, your kids usually outlive you. So <laughs> your pets don't. Right. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, <laughs> right, yeah. if you're lucky, yeah, it should be that way, you know, but your, your pets don't. So it's, it's been interesting. So yeah, this is uh this is, this is for my cat. Um, but her name was kitty cat. That was her name. Um, Casey kitty cat. <laughs> so creative. I know um so we had that happen so friday was the day i was supposed to get my covid test and obviously that didn't occur because i'm at the vet i'm exposed you know it was just kind of a weird situation because again we're you know we we just did this a couple months ago we're sitting in the car and we're like do we leave do we (laughs) do we stay what do we do here and it was just it was really i mean the whole thing was sad because like it's an emergency vet strictly an emergency vet and you see people walk in and walk out without their pets. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> so it must have been a bad day for, for animal mortality. I don't know what was going on there. It's like sitting in the parking lot of an abortion clinic. Fat girls come in, skinny girls come out. <laughs> it is like that. And it's not funny. It's really sad. But <laughs> it is exactly like that. <laughs> so I don't, you know, it's it was just an experience. That's for sure. Um, so then, I, you know, eventually then Monday I was able to get my, I got my COVID test and here we are so it's been uh, just a fucking hell of a week it really has been so i never had pets growing up i had like i had like turtles and hamsters and like chameleons and like shit that like would last six months and then whatever you know what i mean um i have a dog now and he's a rescue dog and he's got three legs and i think if he came down with cancer i'd probably just shoot him or something you know i i I don't it's weird because like i first of all i don't think i would pay for my cat to have chemo and it's not just because the way i feel about cats and we'll get that we'll get to that in a minute um i think that like i you know and i i've had employees like call off of work because their dogs die and like i get it man like i i see what a part of the family like tucker is and shit like and if something were to happen to him you know i know my kid would be upset and you know i would probably be upset about it too um but i don't know (laughs) i don't think i would pay for him to have like uh, like lung surgery or anything crazy i think at the end of the day it's like it's an animal like you know i i'm not gonna like you know um max out a credit card so i can keep him alive for another four months you know <laughs> I what i mean i guess there i mean there is a difference you know, maybe i'm cheap i'm kind of people call me cheap so like, it might be that but like i don't know like how do you set a dollar like how do you set a dollar amount because people will say oh it's a family you know it, it, it's a it's like a part of the family it's a family member you know would you how much would you pay to keep your kid alive i would fucking steal from other people yeah. to keep my kid alive i would rob people to keep my kids alive um my dog eh, what do i what do i got in my pocket you know what i mean like (laughs) you know i know i would make an effort but like i wouldn't go 
fucking crazy the way some people do it i don't think you yeah. did i don't think you did like i understand when you were like yeah we'll pay to get the tumor removed but like that other shit like whatever it'll be fine we'll figure out what we need to know then i feel like that was a very measured response although 15 1600 is probably more than i would spend in the first place it's but. hard to make that decision so like when we took her to the vet this friday right they you know we brought her in so the reason why she was there really um which is kind of what i've been grappling with and i've been struggling with was because she was having a really bad case of constipation Now we didn't know that at the time we just knew that she kept having these you know she was trying to push and you could see that in her stomach and we're like what is going on so that's why we took her to the vet we took her to the vet and the vet's like well she is having constipation issues but you know with her history and stuff she her breathing's not good you can hear all the fluid in there you know she's probably you know this is probably it and so you know he gave us the choice right then to go ahead and euthanize um or he could we we could do it in steps he could take an x-ray see what he sees there if there's more there we could go further if there's we could you know if there's more there we can go further and and take it as far as we wanted to go so we took the x-ray and in the x-ray you can see it i mean there's it's all over her body there's cancer all over her body and uh you know at that point decided to put her down and we you know my mom and i kind of we discussed it in the car talking about you know weighing the pros and cons and what we ultimately decided was having that peace of mind knowing that we were not just putting her down because she had to poop was worth the 350 bucks that the, that the x-ray cost you know so it just depends you know some people see their their pets as equals to them i'm i'm one of those people and that's what her and i were kind of talking about i said you know i understand the money factor and i told her i said i'm the dumbass that will spend all the money in the world until the very last moment until they just die on their own that's me that's that's just what i'll do is it smart no it's not but i'm emotional i'm an emotional person and so that's how i would react emotionally and that's i mean you know i'll i'll go out and get lunch and buy my dog food like i'll go to the greek place around here and like get him like a cheeseburger and like here you go and like or get like a fry for him and like (laughs) you know what i mean like i'll treat him part of the family like that but you know well and you don't know like yet they you pers- know? until you get to they- that point you might have a different response when it happens no because they prescribed him anti-anxiety medicine for when we cut his toenails and i steal it sometimes when i'm bored like i take my dog's pills straight up <laughs> <laughs> like that's how little i give a shit about him like i'll steal your medicine motherfucker like you should, you should learn to hide your pills when i'm around fucking stupid dog <laughs> revisit it i think you'll feel differently when you're faced with that when it's on you it's different like if you came home and found your pet dead it's different than like you having to decide to kill them you know i'd worry about my kids i'd worry about my yeah that's it but i've only had him two years and like he's he's in good shape even though he's missing a he's missing a leg um he's healthy and he's active and like you know i really he's he'd make a really good like post-apocalyptic dog like that's (laughs) what i like the most he's got the look (laughs) Well, not only that, but like he's a, he's a blue lacy, and they're they're like really aggressive like hunter tracker dogs. Like he kills like bunnies and shit. Oh, so um, he's good at that. Yeah, he's like he's like a you know, and that's missing a leg. Um, they're used to, they're like herding animals. They're they're specially bred like in the south, and um, like Texas and stuff. And he was from Tennessee. and He got hit by a truck and uh they brought him to a shelter they removed the leg and then they shipped him up here because they figured goofy people in chicago have money for three-legged dogs and (laughs) southerners don't want to you know they don't want the genetic impurity 
So, um, yeah, so we, we adopted him, but he's a, yeah, he's a Southern blue lacy. So he's a fucking good tracker dog. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad that he lives here, you know, in Oak forest with us. Like I really, whenever we get the chance, we'll take him out to Indiana and let him run around cornfield and stuff and hunt. Cause that's kind of his demeanor. I think that something, some situations are different. My boys now I've had them since they were five weeks old. They weren't even old enough to be in my care. And I've, you know, I've, I've raised these cats to be where they're at now. So when I lose them, I don't know. I might, I might go nuts. I might have issues. My mom had issues with the, when the dog was put down, she did. She, she, well, and even to this day, this was a year and a half ago that we put the dog down. And to this day, she'll, she, she cries about it. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. so it just depends you know whatever that bond is that you have with your animals um and you know it's different and she and she says that she's never had that happen with other animals before and she's sad about the cats both of them but not nearly as sad as like the dog and so you know i guess i don't know maybe that's fucked up she's got favorites i don't know <laughs> you just have different bonds with them sure and, you know that's just and so and even comparing like my two cats like the one i'm gonna be sad about like i'm gonna be sad about when he when he's gone but I'm going to be devastated when my one dies. So, <laughs> so I am, and I'm inching us towards this week's topic. We could do the UFO stuff at the end. That's fine. We're already so deep in a cat talk. It'd be yeah. weird to fucking veer away. Um, I am deathly allergic to cats. Ooh. Like, ter- cool. like terribly allergic. Like almost to the point where like, I'm like weird kid peanut allergy allergic to cats. Yeah and um so i'm a little biased about them that's pretty no. rare to be that i mean a lot of people are allergic to them actually most people are allergic to cats but it's pretty rare when people are like deathly allergic well not not i'm not i don't have to carry an epi pen with me in case i brush up against <laughs> somebody that has cat hair on their hoodie but uh no like i if so i had um you know i get like labored breathing and I get my eyes swell shut and um, I get real flush in the face and stuff and real itchy. So um, when w- my best friend used to play professional hockey and he had a cat named Bob. And when he went on the road, he actually was playing with the Cleveland Barons. And uh, he asked me to watch his cat for him. So I lived on my own at the time. And uh, well, I was living with a check, but he gave me the cat and Bob stayed with me. And I loved it. I had never had a cat before. never had a pet before. Um, he would like, he he wasn't around and then he would be around and he was affectionate, but then he'd go away. And it was yeah. like having like a roommate. It was They're like. not needy, yeah. <laughs> no, I loved it. it he, he was, he was awesome. And um, I had about three days with him and I was like, I'm going to get a cat. Like, this is fucking great. And then I woke up like the third morning and my f- eyes were swollen shut and I couldn't breathe. Aww. And I was like, yeah, it was like everything just finally hit me. Like Bob had finally shut enough in the apartment for it to like, and it was just, it was fucking terrible. And I was like, get this thing out of here. And we got rid of it like that day and we'd open up all the windows and vacuum everything and shit. And um, it's bad, like, like bad to where, I mean, I wouldn't, i'm not saying i wouldn't spend the night at a girl's place if she had cats but like it definitely affected decisions that i made in my 20s like you (laughs) know what i mean yeah that's like trust me girls with pets are annoying like in general because if they have the dog then the dog's always bigger than you the dog's gonna watch you fuck and that she's gonna have to get up early in the morning to like walk the dog or she's not gonna go back to your place because she's gotta she's gotta get home for the dog and you know whatever right 
The dog's going to eat your shoes. The dog's going to eat your glasses. It's this fucking dog that you have to deal with. <laughs> Where cats, if they have cats at home, it, usually it's not that big of a deal because maybe the cat will like sit on the tall boy and like look at you while you're doing it, but that's it. <laughs> but the problem is, is that I'll, I'll be like super allergic and I like, I'll have to run out of there, which I generally don't like to do. So um, it's difficult to have a boner when your face is swelled up, you know? That's <laughs> well not when you're suffocating see that's the thing is that if <laughs> it just prolongs it you know uh, just put on some nxs and uh <laughs> but that's true so i've got some really great cat my cats are because you know i've i've kind of talked i think i've talked about it before when i was young and first moved out we had like a party house so we had these two tiny fluff ball kittens you know everybody's seen my cats they're big and fluffy and so, you know, of course, they were adorable when they're kittens. And we had these huge parties and people were always over. And so, like, they're used to being around people. Whereas, like, you know, I have people that come over and they're shocked because both of my cats will actively be out, will actively want your attention sometimes. And they're like, I've never seen a house with, with two cats where both cats are out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, they're not hiding. So I've got good cats. But on the downside of that, if you don't like cats or you're allergic or whatever, this is not the house for you to be at because <laughs> right. they will want your attention. Um, they're not crazy needy about it. Boo will just kind of check you out. Boo's he's, he's a mama's boy. So usually like he'll check you out and then he'll come sit on my lap and stare at you to like try to assert some type of dominance, but he's not mean about it. But spooky will like sit right beside you, like right up on you and just wait for you to pet him and stare at you. <laughs> until you do. <laughs> So, you know, but the, but that's considered good cats. Like other people's cats, usually they run, they hide, they don't want anything to do with anybody. You don't see them, you know, they're just, unless they want to come out, you know, no, these ones are going to be up in your face. So it, it can be a, a hindrance sometimes, but I rescue. And so, like I mentioned previously, I, I can't have a dog here. I've had dogs here. If I have to rescue a dog, that's, I'm going to, and I'm just going to have to separate them. But that's how I know my cats will kill a dog. Um, but for the most part, I take on cats and, and even more specific, I usually do kittens because spooky and both my cats are boys. Spooky for some reason makes a great surrogate mother to kittens. He loves them. Like he will carry them around. He'd breastfeed them if he could. <laughs> he really would. He loves them. So, so I had this one cat that I, I was rescuing. He was a little bit older. Uh, he was a kitten still, but he was older kitten stage. And my boyfriend at the time was over and we were having sex and while we're having sex. So if you close the door on the cats, they will claw at the door until you let them in. Yeah. Now, you can either shut it out mentally and ignore it. Some dudes cannot do that. I can do that. I, I own them. So I'm used to shutting them out. But a lot of dudes can't do that. So we'll open the door and they won't bother you. Um, my, mine won't. But <laughs> we had this one cat and we're having sex and the door is open and the cat comes in, gets on the bed and jumps on the dude's back in the middle of sex. <laughs> it was great <laughs> it was hilarious yeah my dog likes to stick its nose where a dog shouldn't stick their yeah. nose sometimes yeah, no. when stuff's going on no. i just let him i'm not gonna fucking i'm gonna stop for the same <laughs> what am i gonna do like it's already... that, that train left the station like you know <laughs> <laughs> these opportunities are fewer and farther between the older you get it's like when that when that happens i'm not gonna nothing could stop that oh, God. you know what i mean <laughs> your wife listens listens to this show she's gonna kill you for mentioning that i'm just kidding <laughs> what, the dog yeah sniffing my butt she she knows she's there 
<laughs> she's like, whatever. She's not surprised. She's yeah, seen it. it. Was, when the cat jumped on the back. I mean, that, but that's the only instance I've had with an animal interrupting my my sex life. So that's good. Oh yeah. Um, but cats are cool. So you don't you don't hate cats because you hate cats. You don't like them because you have allergies. Uh, is it well, that that's a, it's so they cause me so much physical discomfort. Their mere presence causes me so much physical discomfort that it's hard not to be a little biased by them. And I, I like I said, I had those three days with Bob in my in my mid twenties, and I appreciated the. I, I get I get the vibe. I get the companionship. I get the whole. I get their deal, right? So I, I can, and I wish that I could have that because I feel like that would be good. For, that would gel well with my personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. They do their own thing. They shit in a box. Like all right, cool. You know, one of the biggest pain in the ass is about having a dog is having to walk it. You know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like, you know, so it's I all that stuff is good. Um. But I mean, just the, the, the allergies are just so bad that it just, you know, I don't want to touch them. I don't want to hold them. I, if, if you have one, I'm not going over there unless I have to, you know, um, it's just, it's, it, it, when it's that big of a thing, like, I don't know if you have like, there's no, there's no other thing that exists in creation that I'm that repelled by outside of like racism and shit, but like. You know what I mean? But, like, there's no other thing that, like, causes me that much discomfort where I can't stand to be around it, where it's that much of a negative influencer. You know what I mean? Like, cats are, like, a big thing for me because they they hurt me. They they physically hurt me. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think that's natural. That's a natural right. response, you know? It's it's, just, yeah, it's a natural yeah. bias. Yeah, of course. You right. Know? I mean, that makes sense. Whereas, like, you got some people that just hate they hate cats, you know? And it's like, wow, that's rude. But they're so cute. I mean, that's... <laughs> they are. And they're intelligent as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing yes. I appreciate is that, cats like... are very interesting creatures. Like, they, there's a lot about them that is very... I mean, they're... I mean, there's a reason why they call lions the king of the jungle. You know, they they really are. They're very smart, even like house cats. I was actually I was doing I was doing some some fact checking on on cats. And because um, <laughs> I'm going to try to throw as much as I can in here. But even like physically, like house cats, they can run up to 30 miles per hour. That's crazy. That's fast for these little yeah. tiny things. And then I found out that like they're, you know, they're they're crazy good jumpers, which, you know, people usually know. But like apparently uh, the world record currently for a cat just straight jump in the air is uh, four foot and 11 inches. And I also learned today that my cat, I think, beats that. I think he beats that record. One of my cats, I can, when I'm standing, I can stand straight and he will straight, he will stand right in front of me, straight from the floor and jump all the way up to my shoulder. And the first couple times he did it, it was horrifying because I'll just do it because he, he likes me to carry him around the house and let him smell things he can't always smell. I don't know. It's weird. But like, cat people are weird. We're fucking weird. And <laughs> so anyway, but he'll jump straight to my shoulder. And I'm and I'm, I was like reading that and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm five, six. Like, do I need to like submit this somewhere <laughs> and like <laughs> get, get it checked out? I don't know. But, you know, they've got their their ears are amazing. You know, you watch a cat, their ears move around, uh, you know, almost I mean, they do like a whole 180. They're like little satellites and will tune in to where they're listening to and they can hear things and see things that we cannot see and hear. And so that is where this all kind of dabbles into the the fun stuff. <laughs> Let's get into it. What you got? 
so yeah so cats are um you know they, they everybody knows they worshiped they worshiped them in egypt they thought that cats were good luck and so therefore they uh treated them like royalty because then they thought the, the luck would be more um but they treated them fuck better than some of the people there not everybody in egypt was mummified but the cats always were <laughs> so let me ask you about that real quick is that like desert egypt or is that egypt when it was more of a jungle uh there was more uh flora and stuff that's a really good question i don't know the answer to that because it doesn't seem like an environment where cats would naturally like thrive if you think of egypt and like a, as a desert kingdom but we know that egypt wasn't always like that you know what i mean well yes and no because um you know the cats that they uh that they depict most of the time well especially we know they have a giant statue of it is the sphinx which they're either extremely short-haired or hairless altogether so they would do well in a desert environment because they don't have all the fur. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, they could definitely be in that area. I don't know the answer to that question. That's a, that is a good question. Um, I didn't think to look that up. Um, but, that, but that's a good one. Well, that's, I, I'm that's good homework for our listeners. Why don't you guys look it up and then tweet us and tell us what's up? <laughs> tweet us and tell us the answer. Is when, when were cats worshipped in Egypt? Um, but but they were really interesting when I went to in a couple of places I've gone to um, but I went to the um, Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs Arkansas which has been a kind of a big paranormal event for me um, but when you go there you know we went there and when you walk in this place has been on all kinds of ghost shows and it's it's famously haunted and so um, you walk in and uh, immediately there's a gift shop right there <laughs> full of all this ghost stuff um, and there's like a table sitting there and I look on the table and there's a cat, a black cat with big old, you know, long hair. And at first I didn't know if it was real or not because it didn't react at all that I was there. So I, um, I walked up to it and, and, and I started petting it and it kind of moved and I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's real. Um, but that wasn't the only cat. We saw more cats. There's cats all over that hotel. And, um, they even allegedly have a ghost cat there. And the reason why they have so many cats is because it's it's wildly believed that cats keep away negative energy. So the more cats you have, the more energy you keep away. And there's like a ton of like different superstitions and stuff. Like some people think that because cats will like pet themselves on you, they'll they'll rub themselves against you, and they think that when they're doing that, it's kind of like a more like a cleansing ritual. They're like taking care of you with their energy and i've heard psychics and stuff say that cats have really big auras like big enough to cover like if you're standing next to one a couple of people <laughs> and things like that so it's it's a really interesting concept um i can see that kind of coming about because they are um predators okay so they keep away rodents they keep away uh pests and maybe that is seen as doing a benefit for the family you know what i mean it could be. like especially when you know you're talking about a couple hundred years ago when healthcare was yeah. shit and fucking viruses ran rampant much like today mm. um <laughs> but yeah having a cat around was actually like it would really it would help you out. out you didn't have to worry about rats nibbling on babies in the middle of the night and shit you know? yeah yeah cats are super useful for for things like that or like you know farmers keep them to keep you know pests and rodents out of their crop and things like that so um yeah they're they can definitely be useful now when it comes to like the supernatural so like the thing is is that i haven't gotten to talk about this yet on the show because i didn't know for sure at first but now i know for sure um my house is haunted right now 
<laughs> and do you think so when you say right now you think that's a recent development like yeah. it wasn't before and now oh yeah okay. um you know I, i've i've done this enough I've, I've been you know around different situations enough to where you know i think i'm an expert for the most part and uh so okay. it started with this book i've got so i've got this huge entertainment center <clears throat> you might have seen it with my with my regular tv and so it's got like it's like in a square box shape and the tv sits in like the center box and then there's like boxes on the sides and then like around the bottom where you can put they're just like cutout boxes where you can put like storage bins or whatever one of those boxes on the side i keep as like a mini bookshelf i have a big a bigger bookshelf in my bedroom but then i've got the smaller one in the living room for books i'm reading right now and um this book i just bought it's specifically a book about tarot well it keeps falling off the shelf and you know the first couple of times it happened i'm just like well you know I, i've got wood floors the entertainment center's wood maybe it's the vibration somebody jumping around it moves the book whatever um but you know it keeps happening and then like i had an instance one night where i was in my kitchen and i felt something <laughs> towards like the back of my apartment i live in an apartment towards my bedroom and it was extremely overwhelming but i just you know and it is you know everybody's i talk i talk a lot of shit all the time with with a lot of people and say how ghosts don't scare me and whatever but when you feel it it's a different thing <laughs> and and it is alarming the first time you kind of have that feeling go over you and so and it'll every time it is it never gets easier so it, you know i have this weird feeling wash over me and then i gather myself together and i'm like nope nope you know because that's to me i think if you're gonna have a haunting you're gonna have a ghost that's what they want they want to be able to overpower your energy and then you just have to be like no that's not happening you have to not be afraid so i was like nope and then it stopped well so like a couple days ago and this is what solidified it for me we are sitting in uh it's it's me and my daughter and my two cats are in the living room and both cats are dead asleep and, you know, me and my, my kid are watching something on TV and um, the bedroom, my bedroom door opened, completely opened from being shut. Mm. And I look over and both cats are dead asleep. <laughs> my daughter's there. I was like, oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> so um, I, it, it's weird. It's in my it's whatever it is. It's in my bedroom. And um and so and it happened today i've been i've been doing some deep cleaning while i've been in quarantine and uh i reached under my bed and i i was because i was like trying to put these storage bins under my bed and i couldn't get the one in and i'm like what is going on so i reached under my bed i felt something fuzzy fuzzy like an animal immediately pulled my hand out freaked out i'm like is it one of the cats i look up both cats are on top of the bed and i'm like what the fuck's under there so i get on the floor and look underneath it and there's nothing there and I pushed the bin in and it was fine. <laughs> so I, and I've never had anything like that. I've never like physically touched something like that before. Right. Well, how would you like, right. okay, let's, let's take this one at a time. So like, yes, <laughs> under the, like with the thing with under the bed. Yes. What, what has the ability to manifest itself physically like that? I have no idea. I've never okay. experienced. I would look that. into that because yes, that that's, that's a very unique thing. It was and, yeah, it was weird, right? And then my other question would be: Were you weren't you trying to do stuff on your birthday or something, or um, right? Because you were gonna have a big birthday party, 
Oh, was it your birthday party? or was your Halloween party? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, was it before then or did it start after that? Started after that. Okay, so do you think that something happened there? Is there? I mean, you know what you got up to those those nights. I mean, was that? Do you think that could have been the tipping point? I don't think so. I don't. I don't normally try to like. I don't try to like conjure anything or make contact with anything unless I'm out and about somewhere specific. Okay. Do you think something could have followed you home? I think that that's a really good possibility. Yeah. And so I just have to figure out why, where. Now, Anne and I did go down to the Fudge Road area recently, um, which is, you know, allegedly haunted as fuck. I don't know. You know, we didn't do anything there, though. Um, We, uh, me and Anne did a lot of stuff on the 21st, but this was happening before that. So I'm trying to, like, kind of remember you know when things because it's kind of one of those things where it's like hindsight like i said the book repeatedly falling off the shelf and i've had the book i thought about it, maybe it was the book i bought the book used but i've had it for a, quite a while i mean a couple months well you were you were telling me about the flies and that yes. went back to like that was like halloween that yeah. was like yeah. post halloween party what it was just it was just right after the halloween party the flies are now gone yes the viewers don't know about this but i have this crazy fly infestation <laughs> an insane fly infestation and i don't there's there was no reason for it and now granted i live in an apartment um but i had no reason to have as many flies yeah it from setting. what you from what you were telling me it legitimately sounded like it was an issue with your upstairs neighbor yes um or someone, or someone down the hall, or something, where it had gotten in the, in the drywall. Building, it, right, somewhere in the building, yeah. not specifically my building. I have OCD, so like, <laughs> right, you know, I can't things, things, you know, I, I, I hoard, but I'm, I'm not a dirty hoarder. Like that's no. <laughs> different. But, um, but yeah, I feel like that's when you're when you're trying to like, when you're trying to like, you know, uh, reverse engineer an explanation. I feel like that something like that kind of you have to pay attention to because right. the timing with that, you know. Granted, I mean you can you can make you can make explanations one way or the other. You could say that that was, um, you know, it was a result of someone else's Halloween party, and that's why someone else had made a fucking mess and left it there, and and you were dealing with right. flies Who from knows? that. Right, could have been something but, biological. But the or it could have thing about the flies, you know, because they don't they don't know this part is that. Some people might, because I took a picture and showed people, but I don't think they connected to that. So I, I did this um, in in October. I did this karmic return spell, which is like a karmic justice. So it's just basically giving people that that deserve their, their karma, you know, just making sure it happens for them quickly. <laughs> so while I was doing the spell, it's a candle spell. You, gotta, you have to burn out a candle completely. And while I'm doing it, this was before I had a fly issue. Um, a, a lone fly flew into my flame and and ultimately into my can i have a picture of it and um into my candle and it it you know burned itself to death and it kind of i mean it it, it kind of freaked me out i'm like you know what what was this was this a sacrifice did the fly you know sacrifice itself for my ritual or is this a bad omen you know which one <laughs> and i'm like reading about flies and like different things that you know different demons and things like that that are attached oh, to yeah. the flies and exorcist you know, too right exactly i'm just kind of doing my research and i couldn't really it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing but then after that all of a sudden i have this crazy fly infestation right right and it's gone well it's it's gone it's not here anymore yeah but now Now. there's now there's something under the bed there's something but going going to like i think 
but what's interesting about this is how how are your cats responding? Because you do have two cats. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. They, okay. <laughs> that's that's all this is connected, right? So they haven't really reacted at all now my one cat has been he's got really bad anxiety so he's been a little more high strung than usual but Mm -hmm. that could be explained because he's got anxiety um but other than that i mean i don't i haven't i haven't like really catch them looking at things or seeming i mean cats do though they they look at they'll just stare off into space and you're like are you are you want do you see something or (laughs) just a cat you know but i've been i've been looking out for it now then again i just noticed this like i said i just now came to terms with what is going on probably within the last week Hmm. you know so it's been it's been interesting so i'm going to continue to kind of monitor the situation and and i've already decided if you know whatever this is is if it's not going to cause any issues it could stay i'm not afraid of it being here (laughs) you know that's not that's not the problem um but if it starts causing problems here it can't it can't stay here i'm not having that shit that's not tolerated in my house (laughs) so right but it's been interesting i don't know how to like document it now because it's like of course the fucking girl the fucking weirdo moth lady with, with the damn weekly weird podcast oh yeah she's got a haunted house blah 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 you know i i, and I, get, I, it. I get how it sounds no i mean i would just you know from the engineer's perspective like you just you document everything you keep a log write everything down take pictures and that, that way you can compare stuff later if there was one thing that i wish i did more when i was younger was i wish i, wish I wrote more shit down yeah. you know what i mean that's always that's always my advice to everybody is document occurrences document behavior because that way if you if you if you record things you can do trend analysis and you can see that like oh wow every sunday this happens or oh wow at this time of night this happens and you might not make those connections right now but given yourself given some time for the data to build and you might patterns might start to emerge and you might be able to connect the dots a little bit or it'll be completely random and you realize that it's completely random and just whatever you know right well and right and so you know and i i get it i live in an apartment we get weird noises and stuff i you know i got people that live above me you know <laughs> getting noises and stuff all the time um you know weird stuff can happen but like i said when, when the open door com- or when the closed door completely open by itself which it's not one of those doors anyway that like easily like you just kind of need to push on it and it just opens like it's it's a pretty you know solid door and it just open and everybody's in the living room <laughs> so i heard it and then i went i looked at it and i was like wow but it all seems to be happening in my bedroom specifically is where except for the book in, in the living room so i don't know if that's just maybe that's where the magic happened <laughs> um so going back to that book i mean that in and of itself i don't feel is that you know um i mean i don't know is it like a handwritten fucking tarot card on the flesh of human being no, tarot it, card? No, it's a very simple so like you know and like we're, i don't think the book itself was related so my thought process originally is that like i've got all these books sitting upright uh, upright with bookends so they stay in place um but this book sits on top which is why i thought you know maybe it, it falls off because i've got that's where i keep my tarot cards i keep my decks there and then i keep like four or five books i had bought in this book i'm like well i want to read this but i don't want to pull out any of the other books i'm reading right now so i'm just gonna set it on top so i'm like okay so it, it could easily fall um you know but then it do you think happen. have you been doing many tarot readings do you think maybe that's what's trying to tell you is to use that and that'll 
That's a really you know what I mean? I have not been doing many tarot readings, so. Well, duh. <laughs> the <laughs> fucking tarot reading on it. <laughs> the, the tarot book starts keeps levitating towards you, and you never thought to fucking. <laughs> it wants to be read. <laughs> yeah and then now i've like done myself a disservice um you know i'm sure i don't know if you saw my my picture that i posted on twitter of my um half of a santa claus in my closet <laughs> no yeah yeah so you have to go look at i've got this life-size santa claus and um it was it was my grandma's it's the only thing i have of my grandma's and um he used to have legs but the legs broke and fell off and i only have the upper part of his body so i'm gonna make a chimney for him that he can sit in but he's life size. He's huge, and so I've been, like I said, I've been doing this. Oh Jesus, thing. that's nightmare fuel. Yes, and so where my bed is, I mean, if you lay in the bed, you look in the closet. There's Santa, <laughs> like you can see it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! I mean, I can close the door, you know, if I want to, but but I'm too lazy, so I never do. And uh, yeah, there's Santa. So now I've like done this, and it, like now I'm like I look over and I'm like, oh, I had to like I had to turn him away a little bit so he wasn't like looking at me. At first, his head was off of his body, <laughs> and it looked even worse. <laughs> so that's a pretty sweet Rick and Morty shirt <laughs> hanging up in my closet. My uh, my uh, nobody n- nobody exists for a reason or whatever it is. I haven't watched Rick and Morty. You got Morty. lots of hangers. You got hangers you're not even using yet. Oh, that's because laundry has been being done. <laughs> you should see. You don't even see the other side of that closet. <laughs> yeah. Those are just my t-shirts. <laughs> so, did you have any? Did you have any cat cryptids that you wanted to talk? I mean, I don't want to pull yeah. you off this. Or you're... No, that's fine. That's fine. That's a that's a good. Uh, no, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we were kind of talking about you know bringing on some cat cryptids. So I'm you know looking at them all, and there's a lot uh there you know that's one thing is that you know not every um every culture has has their own thing you know for the most part like we've like we've got the which we've talked about before we've got the wendigo right um Mm. but like africa doesn't have a wendigo they have something else it's the same thing but they have something else well maybe not quite the same thing because they don't really have cold weather but pretty much the same thing just called something else um but cats are like are like bigfoot um they're they're universal they're everywhere they seem to happen a lot in um like in 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 the uk so what happens in the case of cryptid cats is that there are different let me pull up my notes there are different kinds most of the time they kind of refer to these things as like phantom cats because usually you'll see a big black cat like a panther type cat and in an area that it shouldn't be in right and um you know that's the most common i'm not going to get into any specific names or anything like that because there's just so goddamn it i mean there really is are they all the same thing probably um when you look at like the uk cats um i would say they're all probably the same thing they're all black big cats and there's videos and there's pictures galore i mean there's no shortage and these aren't like blob squatches like these aren't like pictures of something dark in the woods somewhere like these are fucking cats like big cats (laughs) right i think and what's interesting about those is that even if they're not supernatural i think it just shows that like we don't have an exact bead on what's going on with the wildlife in our areas yes you know what i mean because yeah you're right it's it's they're cryptids in the sense that 
they spot these black cats, either they're mountain lions or they're panthers or something, in areas where they're not necessarily yeah. known to be right. indigenous to. Right. Which either, you know, some people say, oh, that must make their supernatural. But I would say, I think we should reexamine what we consider is indigenous to what. Yes. You know. So, yeah, here in Dayton, while I was doing this cat research, um, I saw that in 2010, there was a lot of reports of these like phantom cats in the area and they've been like in my suburb neighborhood even uh, recently <laughs> and so um you know which I, I i thought that that was really bizarre um i know that like we have bobcat sightings here and stuff like that and we and like i said we live in the it's it's very much the suburban city now if you walk out my front door we have like a biking trail right there right right where my apartment is there's there's a biking trail so i mean there could be wildlife bobcats do live here and it could be that people see these bobcats they've never seen one before and they're like oh shit that's crazy you know or whatever um but um what had happened was we were having these sightings pop up everywhere in 2010 and then in ohio um a very significant event happened in 2011 with a guy named uh, terry thompson who owned all of these big exotic cats i think there was like 70 of them there was a lot and mm -hmm. he ended up releasing all of them and killed himself i wondered if that's you know i thought that was a potential uh explanation is that you have like especially now that the whole the tiger king shit's so popular or whatever people with exotic pets yeah there's more light being shown on that because yeah. we we have the same thing in illinois where we have a bunch of we for in the past 20 years we've had tons of black panther sightings right and explanations have ranged from everything with like oh it's it's a cougar which are kind of not super indigenous to the area but at least not like panthers that sure. just there's some genetic an anomaly creating them to be uh jet black right or is it panthers and is it supernatural or is it just some idiot had fucking panthers and let them loose or maybe a right or maybe a different species entirely that we just haven't scientifically named yet i mean that's that's a very good possibility you know but a lot of people do think this but like i like i was saying before it's interesting that like there's so much picture and video evidence of these things it's obviously happening right yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. and tracks and evidence. stuff too what's that and tracks and stuff too right. like they leave I lots mean, of physical evidence behind right and so it's like it, there's no question about whether or not this this is going on it's just a matter of um you know what exactly are they just exotic species we already know about that are pets that are loose is it is it a supernatural thing is it a new species now when you look at all of the different cats there's there's different there's like phantom you know the phantom cats are typically the black panther type cats and those are probably the most common but there are like different types of lions like i know there's a there's a lion in africa or no not in africa there's like um american lions that we allegedly have here but again misplaced animals you know <laughs> that's definitely a possibility um and there are different variants of of these these cryptid cat species um one that is fun it's kind of fun um that i really like to look at i like to look into is the maltese tiger have you heard of these no these they're blue <laughs> wow. they're, they're blue with black stripes and that sounds crazy except they're there's about a 95 percent chance that they're real um so when so they're sighted mostly in uh like in around um china they're um most likely they are southern chinese tigers which are critically endangered 
um like they're they're probably i mean they're probably not going to exist much longer um but what they have found and what they find especially with uh, other cats is that they could have uh, a, a specific genetic variant that could give them this blue coloring now when you think of blue it's like when people talk about their blue dogs or even cats there's um <laughs> there's a, a type of cat that appears blue now they're gray you know but but they're so gray that they're blue um so the but those likely i mean they probably are real i know we haven't had any sightings of them in a while um but that's most likely due to the fact that they are so critically endangered anyway that the ones with that genetic variant are probably they're probably gone by now so that particular type is probably extinct um but i thought that was cool it was it was a nice uh <laughs> an interesting you know take on it especially when we're talking about you know black cats all the time and it's something different um well i have i have a cool story that my when when we were talking about the show idea my mind immediately went to okay um so in, in <laughs> when uh i don't know how familiar you are with the rambo movies but um the last rambo movie came out a couple of years ago Okay. And it has Rambo going up against a Mexican cartel okay. that like kid kidnaps this girl that he raised as his daughter. Uh -huh. But the original script had him hunting a uh, big cat. Oh. <laughs> it was like an alien or something. I don't know. They never because the, the, the movie never got made, but it was supposed to be called Rambo five, the savage hunt and um, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why, I, like, it, it totally was like in my mind. That sounds bad. Because, I'd love to see yeah. John Rambo fucking go against an alien. Well, so is it? So th that I kind of wanted to touch on that too. Is it actually an alien cat? Because they refer to these 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 big cats most of the time as as alien cats. They actually call them um, ABCs, alien black cats, because not because they're extraterrestrial, but because they're most likely panthers misplaced where they shouldn't be well i so that's something that um i mean i didn't read the script or the movie never got made yeah. so i don't know exactly what I was going to be revealed yeah. i i had i had read one article where it was a legitimate outer space alien uh another one that it was genetically engineered or something oh so just definitely I, I beyond a normal <laughs> yeah and it was also supposed to be like there, there was one uh one report that he was going to be like hunting it in the arctic which is like it's a black fucking panther and he's hunting it in the snow like that i don't know it should seem <laughs> I mean, like I that should, could have made it white, hope, hopefully it's not a long movie at that point like i don't want to see two and a half hours of that maybe 75 minutes yeah. but uh so that was what but like i said the movie never got made like yeah. but that was sylvester stallone yeah i think the next one i'm gonna i'm gonna hunt a big cat <laughs> and uh people were kind of like what um and they never ended up making it but that would have been interesting and then uh while we're on the subject of cat movies uh the movie cats which was the for a while it was the last thing that i saw in the theater before covid happened yeah um i saw you, it like you in january for this movie you like this movie i love this movie i so i i my mom took me to th uh, the theater a lot growing up and cats was like this running joke between us because she took me to see it when i was probably like i don't know 12 and i was like what the fuck i hated it it was like they sang the entire time i wasn't used to musicals like that you know i'm used to like a disney musical where like 
you know, Ariel talks for a little bit and then they sing under the sea and then they talk for a little bit and then they sing kiss the girl, you know? And it was like, and then you go to see like some of these like theater productions and they're singing the entire time. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like I can't follow it. And, um, so I went and saw cats hated it as a kid. So whenever she would take me to the theater after that, I'd always be like, is this going to be like cats? Is this going to be like cats? And then when I saw that they were making the movie cats, it looked just fucking bananas enough like because they look like surreal and like creepy yeah they look strange. and yeah and i was like okay i'm in <laughs> and uh my my mom and myself and my son went to go see it probably like mid to late january and um it was bizarre and it was terrifying and it was awesome and then when we were in the full swing of like COVID this summer and it came out on VOD, I had to buy it. So I've probably made the kids watch it two, three times this year. Well, in 2020, you know, <laughs> we would bust it out because then my daughter hadn't seen it. So when I had my daughter for the weekend, I'm like, we're going to watch cats. And uh, yeah, I like it. Is it's there very... in the movie? Yes, but they talk in between as well. So it's a little bit easier to follow what's going on, but it also makes you realize that there's not a lot going on in it. It's not good but it's just so bizarre to see these people in these cat suits they're really ugly yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't like the way they look (laughs) well they and then it's weird like how like sometimes they act cat-like and like they move their heads around and stuff if you haven't seen it it's worth i've never seen it now oh it's worth checking out maybe i will you're the only person that's told me to watch this but (laughs) yes oh no 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 have people don't i mean if you want to sit there and like watch it like you can as well but i think it definitely benefits from like a six pack a couple blunts and like your buddy's over like it's it's a you could there's definitely parts you can talk through and like get up and leave and come back and be like what did i miss and everyone's just gonna be like i don't know i don't know what the fuck is happening here (laughs) this is bizarre rebel wilson is eating my now there's fucking cockroaches doing choreographed dances and it's all over the place and taylor swift shows up at one point and it's just it's just all (laughs) it's all over the place it's a it's a beautiful disaster and it could it costs a lot of money and it's it's shot really weird and the actors are all trying very hard to pretend to be singing cats and (laughs) it's uh okay all right it's fucking bananas but uh and supposedly this is a little bit it's not bananas pat it's the cat's meow (laughs) (laughs) suppose moving right along supposedly um there was a cut where they 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 did all the special effects for the movie because it's one of those things where the people are in like green screen suits yeah and you know they they kind of did you know some work on them there's there's a butthole cut where i guess when the original trailer dropped people noticed that there was buttholes on the cats and were like what the fuck like did someone actually have to go and like some like graphic designer or like special effects artist had to put buttholes on all the cats and then after it was spotted in the trailer and the internet picked up on it they freaked out and then someone had to go back and remove the buttholes from the movie (laughs) because you know movies nowadays don't they're not on film anymore especially a fucking movie like this yeah so they don't need to you know i don't know if you remember as a kid but you would go to the movie theater like on wednesday or, or tuesday 
and there would be like reels and reels of film that just got delivered oh yeah that would have the 35 millimeter screening prints for all the movies that were coming out that following friday and the theater would have to run every every print my sister used to work at a movie theater and she would t- tell me about it and so you would get the movie early and your your friends could come watch and we would we're just going to test the print and make sure that the it's not damaged right and they would do this like wednesday nights well now everything's it, you just get a link emailed to you yeah you know what i mean and then yeah, you fine. download it it's digital. yeah it's it's I like worked for, at a movie theater for five years, so, I, okay, so you know it too. Yeah. All right, so like supposedly, like with cats, like they were like that fucking week. Like the movie was dropping on Friday, and like as of like Monday into Tuesday, there's still graphic designers, digital artists going through oh frame God. by frame and removing the buttholes from <laughs> the cats. You know, I made that observation with the Lion King remake. Was that you know they've got these these uh male lions that had no testicles on these realistic lions and it's like that's not how that works i mean and i understand right it's a kid's movie but it is just one of those things i mean if you're if you're a cat person at all at just period you know that you have to look at their buttholes a lot (laughs) i guess right i guess maybe that's what you go to the movies for to escape reality (laughs) well that makes sense because i wondered why they would bother to put the butts on buttholes on cats in the first place but i guess you're letting us uh, as i guess most cat owners i'm not a cat owner so i have no fucking idea yeah we see their buttholes a lot ann and i well maybe not ann and i maybe i was having a conversation with ann and she was just listening to me ramble um but i was kind of talking about how weird it was how like animals don't have you know they don't they don't have butt cracks like we do. They don't have butt, butt cheeks, so it's like if they didn't have like the fur and stuff, they just sit down and their butthole is directly touching whatever surface they're on. <laughs> yeah, I wonder that with my dog because I see him take shits and then I'm like, but he doesn't wipe. Right, he doesn't have to and wipe. Then, he, or then he just comes in the house and like sits on the couch. Right, and it's like, and I'm like, yeah, that's your whole butthole. Your butthole's just sitting right on my couch. You know that's why you got a lot of. <laughs> And, you know, in a cat house, you, you clean a lot of surfaces. Now, my cats don't, they don't get on the counters. They really don't get on the tables or anything. I mean, they're they're pretty good, but most cats do. And, and, you know, everybody says you really can't train a cat. I mean, you can. It just, it's a lot of patience. But for the most part, they're going to do what they want to do. Um, but you still got to, you know, you, you got to clean, you got to clean up because, you know, they might have put their buttholes right on your, <laughs> on your countertop that you're preparing your sandwich on, you know. <laughs> well, well, that's no bueno. But it is weird, right? Why don't they, why do we why do we have like a safe covering for our buttholes, but other animals don't? I some some species of primates do, but because we were made in God's image, I don't know. <laughs> we we are the, we are the favored That's being on this planet. planet. We get to we get to keep our buttholes covered. <laughs> we're worthy. <laughs> it's just to so give strange. us padding from riding sir like riding uh horses or i don't know honestly it's probably but some primates do have big you know the baboon's got a big old butt well okay so someone told me once that like the reason that you grow pubes is because it's a way to like protect your genitals right yeah so that like that like if you want to talk about like evolutionary like for bacteria and things like that right right exactly so that's why it's there so you could say that your butthole is the same or your your butt cheeks are the same thing is that it's a way to like offer padding between yourself and your and your butt because if you think about it if you're sitting down um and and like you don't have that padding then your butthole's like directly on the dirt or whatever on the ground and like ants are gonna get in or whatever so it's like it it would make sense that like 
that like it would be beneficial to have this kind of buffer zone you know what i mean yeah maybe i mean i guess the other animals have fur but like people have hairy buttholes too i mean that's a thing you know so it's like what what came first the hair or the crack you know <laughs> i don't know maybe I'm, I'm genuinely curious i don't know i just it's just one of my random <laughs> maybe it's like genetic selection like the cave women that can make their asses clap got bred more <laughs> and they <laughs> got passed on so the, that was the trait that was selected <laughs> it could be i don't this is the stuff i sit around and, and i think about the real deep uh heavy hitting thoughts there that's my sure. <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> but, but before we sign off for the week can yes. we talk about a couple other things that you should probably be sitting around and thinking about yes um yes please yes. do so i lied i lied on the twitter feed when i said we were going to talk about ufos first and then alien and then cats we got to the cat talk first but uh the lesser story i feel like from this week is the ufo that was spotted over the hawaiian island of oahu yes have you seen that video i haven't well maybe i did see the video the video is very unimpressive it, it looks like and in fact one of the explanations spoiler alert one of the explanations that the ufo community came up with is that it's an led kite okay and honestly the vibrant blue slash purple um looks to me like i've never i mean i haven't seen all the ufo footage there is to see but i've seen a decent amount and it definitely seems that explanation seems somewhat okay. Plausible. So I have not seen that video yet. I can tell you that. Okay, um, but, but I was interested about it earlier. Yeah, what's interesting about the story in general is just the fact that um, it involves there's multiple witnesses. It involves the police. Yeah, and it involves uh, the FAA because the police went so far as to contact the FAA to see if there was a down plane in the area because that's what they were convinced they were seeing. Yes, when this UFO went into the ocean right um so it, it's something that definitely happened there's no debate about whether or not this phenomenon occurred what it actually was we can debate nobody knows for sure so it, by very definition alone it's it's 100 a ufo um whether or not it was in you know craft under intelligent control or it was some kind of like they're saying led kite which i don't know enough about kites to really <laughs> debate that one too much but um that's yeah. just from that's just from last week so that's fairly recent it's kind of a big story right now yeah i'd have to see that video to tell you if i think it's a kite or not but i was reading about it because it is such a, a big event um but but that is that is one story this other one's kind of been the other one we're going to talk about uh i think we just missed the mark on last week but that's fine um i think what you're getting at next go ahead though all right so moving right along from the <laughs> You Hawaiian UFO story. We'll just click click the X on that one. Sorry, uh, I guess I, I assumed no, you, were, you were done with it. No, we've already spent like ninety five minutes talking about cats. Why the fuck would we talk about uh, uh, UFO spotted in Hawaii? Um, I just don't know anything about it enough to like come up with a with any kind of speculation. You know, I mean, improv, like, bitch. You think I know anything about cats? I pulled. I talked about Rambo at the end. I don't fucking that's how I brought that one home. Um but anyway, no, this is this is this is the big story. This is, is the, uh, yeah, I'm uh, excited about this one. There you go. That's my excuse. I want to get to this because I'm excited about it. Right. So uh uh when President Trump signed the COVID nineteen COVID nineteen relief and government funding bill, uh it included a um not a law, no, but a provision. A request. A request uh, for the 
Director of National Intelligence, in consultation with the Secretary of Defense and the heads of other such agencies, to submit a report within 180 days of the date of the enactment of the Act to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committee on Identified Aerial Phenomenon. So, basically, what they're they're giving them more money, right? Which is what I mean. Obviously, there was a lot of shit in that bill, yeah, but like it's big, yeah. Right. What what this was like kind of a, a sub thing that was tacked on was that uh, they want a report that must address um, observed airborne objects that have not been identified and should include a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomenon data collected by A, geospatial intelligence, B, signals intelligence, C, human intelligence, and D, measurement and signals intelligence. Um and the report must also contain a de- detailed analysis of data of the FBI, which was derived from investigations of intrusions of identified aerial phenomenon data over restricted United States airspace, and an assessment of whether or not this unidentified aerial phenomenon phenomena activity may be attributed to one or more foreign adversaries. Oh. Right. Um, so... What's interesting to me about that, and here, here's I, not to be a wet blanket, but they don't have to do that. And what they come up with doesn't have to be what you think it's going to be. Correct. Right? Yes. This is a request, and it could be a, it could be a bunch of redacted files. Um, and I think that what's interesting about this is that it's still framing the UFO phenomenon in the context of national security. And also um, intrusions by foreign adversaries, kind of, once again, going back to like a secret space program, right? That China or Russia could have access to this technology and is using it to do surveillance on us and invade our airspace. Could be. Could be. Uh, I didn't read it that way. Um, I've read it more of a... um, we need to get these out there because I don't know if you've paid much attention to to what China and Russia are doing right now with all of their um, space exploration and stuff like that. But they're doing a lot, <laughs> and um, I don't I don't really have enough time to or you know research under my belt to really cover it. Um, but but they are doing a, a lot right now, and I think that this was more of an open invita- invitation invitation. I can't speak right now to invite those countries to work with us on what they're doing and kind of a, a truce on everything else to kind of compile what we have together because and I, I don't i don't mean it to be alarming or or to embellish but i think that they think that there really might be some type of threat here as far as an outer space uh visitor goes uh, for some reason i don't I think that they do that they feel that way I don't get that vibe. I I I think that I think that for a long time we have been using the UFO phenomenon as a cover story for our advanced aircraft research. And maybe some of that is attributed back to reverse engineered technology that we recovered from something, right? Sure. Okay. But I think that we're at a point now where there's a secret space race going on. 
and could gover- our government is trying to bring it into the limelight because we need the United States to get behind it. We need the people and the taxpayers to know that, look, Russians are trying to colonize the fucking moon. Yeah. Like, look, China already has, you know, these massive aircrafts or, or, or look, we're trying to go off world because an asteroid is going to hit us in 30 years. You know what I mean? Something like that. So, like, I feel like this is this is definitely all leading towards something. And it, it has its its disclosure of some kind. And maybe the Senate and maybe these people that are drafting these bills are doing it because they know what the answer is. They're just finding ways to publicly ask the questions so that it seems all organic and there's not this Band-Aid ripped off that where we say, hey, look, we've been lying to you for all this time. This is what's going on, right? Um, They're trying to do a slow leak of information as opposed to a data dump which might shock the shit out of people and right which is you know something that i I know i've talked about a lot we've talked about a lot on the show um and other people have have discussed in the community that you know they're going to just kind of slowly roll these things out Um, right but you know what i found most interesting which i think is going to be overlooked a lot is that um is is the specific term of the um what is it the uaps now is what they're they're not UFOs anymore. yeah I, I had that flag too that i wanted to talk about right but. so because they're calling them that now so that means they only have to release information on that they don't have to release it on ufos and up until probably about i'd say about three years ago three or four years ago um that that that's they were using the term ufo and now they're not and so it's like well that's interesting you know I, I mean the term itself the fact that they changed it it's kind of weird um but whatever you know maybe they wanted to modernize it but again maybe it's because they could then release all the files or not release all the files on the ufos maybe going forward they're deciding to try to be honest with us and i don't know why but i think it's because <laughs> i think something happened this is my own speculation i think something happened i think we broke a rule i think we had a treaty with somebody that wasn't from here <laughs> i mean that wasn't from earth and i think we broke a rule somewhere or we're intending on breaking a rule and we know that we can get in trouble for that and i think we're prepping for that for the backlash i think that the uap thing is a PR move as someone that used to work in public relations themselves I think that it's all about branding and the reason they came up with an alternative monkeyer moniker <laughs> I'm sorry you can tell I learned that word through reading because I mispronounced <laughs> it which is nothing to be ashamed of because all it does is show that I read exactly um, good for you Pat I'm proud of you yeah so I think that the UFO moniker had a lot of fucking baggage with it I agree. When you say UFO, it, it brings a lot of things to mind. Sure. And those things aren't necessarily positive things. They're negative things. Okay. So step one is to create a different fucking acronym. That way, when we talk about this shit moving forward, we're not drudging up decades worth of fucking goofy sci-fi drive-in movie bullshit, right? We're not talking about UFOs. We're talking about UAPs, right? All right? It's same thing, but it's different. Why would you go through... Why would you come up with a different name? The government used UFOs before in previous yeah. documents. It's right. not like they're allergic to the acronym. 
they're, it's, it's a conscious effort to rebrand the phenomenon because they're trying to reframe it. You don't rebrand a product unless you're well, trying yeah. to change its image. Because okay, they're so trying, it, they're trying to make it easier easier for us to swallow. I mean, why? No, I I think it's just because I because this is this is what I think. I think that they let the UFO um, mythology kind of propagate itself because there's nothing because it was a disinformation campaign right it was what are these lights in the sky oh maybe it's flying saucers or maybe it's this or maybe it's that and it, it, with a built-in shame technique if you see this shit keep your mouth shut or else everyone's gonna think you're fucking nuts are we gonna tell people you saw aliens no i'm not saying i saw aliens i'm saying i saw advanced aircraft in our airspace okay right okay. like let's let's talk about brass tacks it has nothing to do about ufos and little green men it can just have to do with simply aircraft more advanced than what the fucking average joe is led to believe that we have at our disposal this stuff exists and it, it invades our airspace now it's just as what's more damaging to be honest and say okay those crafts are real and uh they belong to china because they're more advanced than us or to say <laughs> what you what did you think you saw you think you saw a flying saucer what were the aliens in it all right buddy whatever ufos over here okay. right it's so it's it's kind of like a disinformation campaign and i can see now that they're now that they're gonna have to pull the band-aid off that disinformation campaign because maybe it was a treaty when you talk about a treating being broken or going to be broken and they're preparing us for the backlash maybe it's not a treaty between us and the pleiades maybe it's a treaty between us and the fucking germans maybe it's a treaty between us and the fucking chinese and that's what it is and that's why trump invented this fucking space army bullshit you know what i mean is because they realize that look space is going to be a lot more contested than than people thought it was we need our own branch of the armed services up there we need to prepare people for spatial combat and wreckage is falling to earth and you know we're going to be fighting over planets and asteroids and or maybe it's like i said maybe there maybe there's going to be an exodus maybe people are going to be leaving this fucking planet maybe the rich people are going to get in their fucking giant super ships and giant triangles that hold however many people and they're going to be taken off because an asteroid's coming or climate change is inevitable honestly. well pat if you paid your 35 dollars, then you'll get your own pleasure craft and <laughs> ah, call back <laughs> I had to. It's it's the, it's the only thing I think about now. Whenever we talk about leaving the planet, it's crazy. <laughs> right. I've been invaded, but I, I think those are all really good points. Um, you know, I I, I obviously I I disagree. Um, but I, I what, what do I know? Fuck! I do a podcast in my haunted bedroom. I don't fucking I don't know shit. You know. <laughs> 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 it's, you know, I don't I don't know anything. Um, I just, you know, from my own timeline and things that I've been gathering, which I'm, I'm not completely ready to come out and, and be like, well, I think this because of this, because I've got the evidence here for that and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I mean, eventually I will come out and do, so. I don't know if it's going to be on the show or I don't know if it's going to be its own separate. It better thing. be fucking. <laughs> Like, You're sitting on something here. Don't fucking give well, it to us. It needs to be something that's done in a more visual style. Um, so I mean, hey, if we if we get this uh live or you know at least on video, then I think we could do it better. Um, but you know, I I I have been working on this actively. Um, 
And I do think it's interesting. I want to go over what the bill actually says um, because, you know, I see everybody's interpretations of it and whatnot, but I'm just, I'm one of those people, I, you know, I don't, I, I like, I, I don't like hearsay. I, I want the information straight from the horse's mouth. So I want to read it, you know, and, and really go over it. Yeah. Um, you know, well, but, what I read, what I read was directly from the, the legislation. And, and like I said, it's not, that's it. And whether or not they, they're not forced to comply it's a request yeah. in 180 days to release this information. Biden could come in and fuck those things up. Trump could not leave and fuck those things up. We could all forget about COVID could mutate and, and right. start turning people into well, crap people or some are shit. Like, fuck you. We're not doing this. You know, anything can happen. Or, you know, on the flip side of that, this could happen any day now. Fuck, it could have already happened during the time of this episode. We don't. Well, yeah, I mean, who knows? They've taken it day by day. So going back to your theory about... um you think that there was a treaty that existed that that's that, i mean so that's something that goes back to that goes back to people, eisenhower yeah, people, at exactly <laughs> yeah so that i mean that that's something that you hear about from time to time yeah what what treaty do you think was broken uh well so what's very interesting is that in the upcoming events in space exploration <clears throat> we're going to the moon in in, in 2024 or yeah 2024 and uh you know nasa's made this big announcement that we're going to the moon and and do you know what we're going to the moon for are, are, you, are you up to date up to speed on the space uh no space no. plants so wh when we go to the moon um we are going there to farm certain things so that way we can uh create fuel or something and um i don't i don't have all my notes in front of me right now but we, we can create something that can propel us from the moon further out in space the reason why we're doing it is to so we can leave because as of right now <clears throat> the ultimate goal is to get in on this on cash in on mars somehow still you know we're looking at, at colonizing that area or or maybe another area i well okay so i believe another area period another planet we want to colonize because we're killing ours and we're not going to be able the we will kill the planet before anything else does that's fact and we know that and we know that's coming and we know if we don't get our asses moving on it then our our you know species will not survive um and neither will anything else um so anyway so we are going to the moon in 2024 and then we're using that as a jumping point to go other places whether it be mars or wherever like i said i think this treaty has it it's possible that it hasn't been broken yet but we plan on breaking it and that could just be perimeters maybe we've agreed to not enter certain aerospaces in space and but why why would someone tell us you have to stay on this planet like that's kind of fucked up well i don't know why do we tell other countries that they can't come into our airspace without because it's be well i mean i guess it's because so what you would be suggesting is that like somebody has told us listen don't go to mars that's one you theory. guys yeah you have one planet you have one moon that's kind of your your deal you stay because we, we're still we we shoot probes into space all the fucking time you know what i mean we do so um the fact that man hasn't left to go to the moon i think that was just like we were there it was really expensive it's really dangerous and you know we're not going to waste a bunch of time there people were short-sighted in, in the applications of what could be gleaned from it you know what i mean the tech like at, you know in the 70s we were or the 80s we weren't interested after challenger and shit like that like 
look, you know, we're dumping a lot of money into this stuff. And sometimes we get there and sometimes people almost get lost in space. And sometimes people die in the launch pad, you know, and it's for what for posterity. So we can say we've been there and the Iranians haven't like, right. okay, fucking big deal. So I could see that have kind of putting a halt have put a halt to the, the space race. Other things, there was more pressing matters at home. Um, and I agree with those things. Yeah. Yeah, but like the the fact that we were like kind of put in a fenced in yard, like I mean, I guess it's a possibility. I mean, because if we're but, going to go and colonize Mars, like Mars, or let's just say we are, let's just say it's Mars, right? And we go there and we colonize it. And you know, for one, there's theories that there's a whole civilization that lives inside of Mars, so we'd be putting whatever's in there in danger. And it's not just crazy big dick guy. That's something that's been going around for a long time. Um, (laughs) wow this is like a greatest hits episode it is (laughs) call back to 2020 um but you know people do think that you know mars has different you know it's it's there's people living inside of it or or aliens or whatever living inside of it but even if there's not and we go and we colonize mars then what's the next step we use up all its resources until we kill it now we've killed two planets in the solar oh i'm sorry three planets in the solar system because we've killed earth we've probably killed moon the moon by mining it now we're killing mars so what happens then you fuck up the whole solar system well what happens when you fuck up a solar system does it fuck up the galaxy i mean does how how deep does that go and how does that affect other how would that affect other life forms and other planets out there and, and i mean it could be that simple they don't want us to be able to get up and go and and spread our our fucking you know virus of of being a human race everywhere else i mean it could be yeah. that simple i don't think that's simple though. <laughs> i don't think I that's think the simplest that... simple i don't know I, because who's to say that we do that who's to say that who's to say that we you know you're talking about something that would take us potentially like hundreds and hundreds of years to do sure and you're trying to nip it in the bud by not letting us leave the planet now and we're so and well and here's the other thing too is that if an advanced civilization with this type of aircraft and technology came to us and said don't leave your planet just hang out there how i guess and maybe this is even more dire but how what would what would propel us to challenge that you know what i mean because like you gotta have a real good fucking reason to go up against those people or whatever they are you know what i mean so like because i mean it's not like it would affect anybody in this lifetime if well no no no. i I mean like so like we're you know we get visited by this advanced culture this advanced species they flew in on their spaceships and they land and they say hey look we flew in on fucking spaceships and and we landed and we have telepathy and we have all this stuff and we're telling you to not leave this planet and you say holy shit and they're like in in return for not leaving this planet we're going to give you iphones and superconductors and all this other stuff and you're like all right cool we'll we'll sit tight right and then they get on their 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 planes and they fly away but sometimes they still fly around and make their presence known to us right Mm -hmm. and then one day you decided you know what fuck those guys let's go pick a fight with them i know they told us not to do this but let's do it anyway and let's get prepared to go to war with them like holy shit like you want to i don't think there's 
there's there i would hope that like there's people in our military that would be smart enough to be like that's a fucking bad idea like these people already have us outclassed and outgunned you would think that pat but the holocaust was a thing i mean there are people that are just compliant and and the thing is is that we're stupid as as humans we are dumb and and i i'm not saying that in like a condescending type of oh i'm better than everybody because i'm woke type of way it's just it is the way it is we we operate on, on ego and greed and <clears throat> a multitude of other things that might not exist with these advanced civilizations anymore. But there's also a reason that the Cold War lasted 50 years. It's because we were afraid of the Russians. And the Russians didn't have anything, but we didn't really know that or we weren't entirely sure. So for 50 years, we lived in fear of the Red Menace. And, and for 50 years, those people had to wait in line for fucking potatoes and blue jeans. They didn't even get blue jeans, fucking potatoes, right? Yeah. So, like, we were afraid of a superpower that was undergunned because we our intelligence was so poor that they were undergunned. They were fucking starving. They had no, no, nothing. And we still lived in fear of them for the entirety of the Cold War. I can't admit that. So that's that's who's calling the shots. That's who's running the country. And that seems like a very prudent you know, uh, conservative way to approach the situation. This, what, what this would be with breaking a treaty with a, a superior intelligence that most definitely has us outgunned, which could potentially even have mind control powers. <laughs> like, right. We don't know from what yeah, you're I saying. Mean, I see yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. It would be like, it, it's almost fucking suicidal and, if that is true, and I'm not saying it's not, but if it is true, it almost frightens me to consider what could make us, what, what's worse than that. Yeah. Because the only reason we would choose door number one is if we know what's behind door number two and it's a hell of a lot fucking worse. So if we're ready to betray these things and, and potentially start an intergalactic war with them. It must be to save our own asses from something that's well, even more final and more unavoidable and even more unwinnable. Right. But what we're looking at would be our own extinction. So it's death or at least die trying. You know what I mean? So that's that's the thought process that we're in. Now, it's not a perfect science and I have other theories also, but I, I like this one. I think it's kind of fun. I think it's fun to think about a big space war and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, um, but and it i mean the timelines of things does make sense i don't know maybe maybe in private you know before i do anything with it i'll sit down and show it all to you um because it is fascinating because it, it does go back so far but i mean whatever the treaty is and maybe that's not what the treaty is maybe it's not about aerospace i don't know maybe we accidentally broke it maybe they're already pissed at us i don't know you know maybe it was something else maybe maybe they had one of theirs here it died and we haven't told them yet. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so now what, what choice do we have? They're going to be so mad at us that we need to be ready to fight these things. There's so many different different ways to see this. However, I don't think all of this is an accident. I think that all of this, all of the, I think the timeline does add up. I think there is a legitimate timeline there. And I think that it's all connected. Um, we just got to figure out the the rest of the the puzzle and and maybe we'll get something in in 180 days i'm gonna bet probably not if we do it's probably gonna be another video there's more videos they've already said that they've got more um or you know they've got more evidence it'll probably be something like that um nothing too crazy but you know you don't know what you don't know so we'll just uh 
we'll have to see. I'm excited for it though. I I want to I want to I, I hope that this will give me more information as a as a researcher as an investigator to to piece something together finally because I've got all I've got all the tools here. I just ha- don't have the know how I guess to put them together. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it'll be interesting to say the very least it's fun it's a lot of fun at least at the moment and i'm just i'm shocked that more people aren't talking about it so yeah but all right guys well anything else we want to say uh before we uh cut off here or no i'm good for this week yeah me too all right guys well we will uh come back next wednesday next, we wednesday. next wednesday so we'll, uh, oh cool yeah yeah we'll talk about it we'll see um but either way we will see you guys again in another week hopefully we have aliens by then <laughs>